Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you've had a fantastic week as always. Oh, shit. What the hell was that? Did you guys hear that? Let me unplug that. What the hell's going on here? I got things zipping and zapping all over the place. Left bad cables plugged in. Ugh, I knew I should have replaced those. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, you're weak. How's it been? If you're here in Perth, uh, you would have seen some hype and bullshit going on. Hopefully you checked out some shows. Perth is buzzing right now. And uh, there's a million things going on here in Perth, and I don't think we can handle it. I don't think we can handle it. So we're going to get into what's been going on here in Perth uh, in just a little bit. But we'll catch up first, obviously. we we'll talk about music, all that sort of stuff. That's what we try to do here on the podcast. Um, it is the Jam Room Podcast. It's supposed to be about music. I try and keep it somewhat music-themed most of the time. But, you know, every now and then I go out sailing and shit and we talk about that sort of bullshit. Did that over the weekend. Went to Rotten Nest, had a race. Yeah, we came second. Yeah, we came last on the way back home. We were too hungover. Fuck, it was up to two in the morning. And, yeah, it's all over. Cool. Got through that nice and quick. Had a good weekend. Fucking burnt out, though. A little bit sunburnt as well. So, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm sweating when I shouldn't be sweating. It is what it is. But Perth itself has been going crazy. The eyes of the world have been on Perth the last few weeks since we last chatted on this podcast, guys. We had so many events, we just can't fucking keep up with them. And just like I've been saying over the last few episodes, guys, I've really dropped the fucking ball as far as my ticket purchasing sort of um, routine should have been. Missed out on all of them. It's just what it is. So where do we start? Where do we start, guys? All right, so things have been going nuts here in Perth. First of all, we had the fucking Fringe Festival going on. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with what the hell the Fringe Festival is, good. It sucks. It's a little festival we put on here in Perth over the summertime that's just a whole bunch of just shithouse. Well, that's why I call it Fringe, right? It's just the fringe of entertainment given a better venue to perform said shithouse entertainment um, funded by the taxpayer. Yay! So all of a sudden the taxpayer is now funding subpar art that couldn't sell tickets uh, based on its own merit, basically. Uh, so the government sort of kicks in and says, yeah, you know what, we'll get you on stage anyway and we'll pretend it's really, really cool and we'll advertise it and so people will be tricked into seeing your uh, really crap art house performance or burlesque dance or, um, I don't know, naked dudes dancing or whatever the fuck it is. Because it's that kind of shit, right? Anyway, so that's going on. And for some reason, they sort of overlap this with the Perth International Arts Festival, uh, which is actually really, really good. I've seen some amazing shows with that, and we'll get into that. But even though that's just the backdrop of what's going on at Perth at the moment, that's enough for us, by the way. 
Those two overlapping little festivals is more than we can handle as consumers here in uh, sleepy old Perth. But we're getting inundated with uh, international acts and actual concerts and real artists and all that sort of stuff. So what happened? Fucking, um, I missed out on seeing Doug Stanhope last night. He was here in Perth Monday night and I could not get fucking tickets. I talked about it on the last podcast and... You know, shout out to Chaley and Doug. They reached out to me when, when, after they replied to me. They didn't reach out to me, but they replied to me not being able to help with tickets and stuff. So if you were at the Doug Stanhope concert, uh, well, show, I don't know if you call it a concert. It's definitely not a concert. His comedy performance. Uh, I hope you had a good time. I'm fucking jealous. I was reminiscing on uh, the last time I went to see Doug Stanhope so many years ago with my buddy Curtis the other day, and I don't want to repeat all the shit that went down at that show, but yes, needless to say, I would have made it a good night, but I missed out. So I missed out on that one. That happened. Um, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were here in Perth, uh, supported by Post Malone uh, last weekend, and I did have some people that I know that went to the show, and they said a couple of things. First of all, the Chili Peppers changed their set. Yeah, they took on board the criticism. Mainly because of this podcast, because I know they listen to this shit, uh, and they played some old bangers or whatever, but um, from my sources that were at the show, that were there to see the Chili Peppers, by the way. They were there to see the Chili Peppers, not Post Malone. They were way more impressed with Post Malone than the Chili Peppers. They said the Chili Peppers were up there, fucking not giving a shit about the audience, just getting through it, just... Ticking the boxes, playing the bangers, back to the audience, didn't care, didn't interact. You know, Frusciante's probably still in a heroin haze or something like that. Um, but they were actually really impressed with Post Malone. He seems to be having a great time over here in Perth. Well, while he was here last week, he had a great time. A cousin of mine snapped a photo with him wearing one of those um, cunt shirt, uh, t-shirt, uh, fucking hats, not a t-shirt. You know, the CU in the NT hats. Snapped a photo with him with that. That was pretty fun. Um... Some uh, poor fucking security guard definitely got fired. Because Post Malone, after the show, he wanted to party. He went to some rooftop bar at some hotel here in Perth and was denied entry because of his face tattoos. This dude working the door did not know who he was and wasn't going to fucking take his story as gospel. So denied him entry. Made headline news. That's what Perth is like, right? Headline news, Post Malone denied entry to a rooftop bar. Someone's getting fired for that. The hotel has released a big apology sort of thing going on with it. Uh, I mean, where do you draw the lines? We have these crazy laws here in Australia that if you're affiliated with any kind of bikey gang or anything and you've got bikey tattoos, if you're caught out in public with those tattoos on display, you are arrested. A lot of those tattoos might be on your neck or on your face. So if anyone's got face tattoos, there's a lot of policies in a lot of places here in Perth that you just can't come in. You might be gang affiliated or some shit like that. So, you know, Post Malone falls in that category. Just because he's a rich pop star doesn't mean that you should bend those rules, right? But, you know, I think it should. Post Malone's a fucking cool dude. Anyway, that fucking happened. The Chili Peppers, we had the uh, fucking last night. Uh, Harry Styles was here. And the Perth fucking uh, melted down. This is too much for Perth, guys. This is too much. We don't, we don't have that sort of um, action, you know, even pre-pandemic, you know. 
This is way too much. Also, the UFC was here last weekend as well. And Logan Paul and KSI, these two fucking internet famous dudes, yeah, I don't mind them. You know, I grew up in the 90s as well. I have an appreciation for Pokemon cards. And that's what made Logan Paul famous, I guess. Something like that. KSI, don't know much about his shit, except that he's, you know, teamed up and made some stupid drink brand called Prime. Uh, it seems okay, whatever. They were trying to launch that over here. Just happened to time it with the UFC. That shut down Perth. They couldn't do their appearance where they wanted to do, or where, where they wanted to do it. Uh, it was in some fuck knows where grocery store they were going to do an appearance. That's a safety issue here in Perth because we don't get celebrities. So if you put a celebrity in the middle of nowhere, they're still going to get flocked with everybody. Everybody from, the, you know, probably an hour's drive around is still going to come and see you because, you know, any glimpse of stardom is enough, whatever. Good fucking Lord. All that shit was happening. All at the same time. This is over a couple of week period, guys. And fucking, meanwhile, Joe Rogan, who wasn't here in Perth for the UFC, he uh, did his fight companion thing on his podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard of this podcast. It's called the, the Joe Rogan Experience. It's pretty big. And, um, you know, they're talking about the UFC and they're talking about Perth and Rogan seemed to like Perth. He was commenting how it looked like a great place and that if all shit hit the fan over there in America, we should all move to Perth. Again, it made headline news here in Perth. Every newspaper was talking about Rogan in a good way this time. You know, they weren't accusing him of transphobia or anything else because he said something good about our hometown. So now he's a legend, right? Because the hypocrisy doesn't, you know, really matter with Australians. You know, we don't, we don't give a fuck. It's hypocrisy by convenience, really. Something like that. But anyway, he shouted out Perth and, and all that sort of stuff. And there's a couple of things I've got to say about that. Rogan, who's obviously listening to this po podcast, is, uh, you know, if Rogan moves here to Perth and all of a sudden a whole bunch of shit moves to Perth and, you know, the music scene takes off like it seems to of this last couple of weeks or whatever, and all of a sudden we're this isolated little hub of really cool shit. Damn, I might not be the biggest podcast in Perth anymore. I know it's fucking close, but if Rogan comes here, it'd be tight, but I, I think he probably has a bit... It's close, but he's probably got a bit bigger audience than me. I don't, I don't really know. We're going to have to fucking... We'd have to talk about it. We'd have to set up some sort of agreement there. Hey, Rogan? I don't know. Maybe just come on this podcast and bump my numbers a little bit, and I'll just say nothing else. Whatever. Also... It'd be good if they waited like five years or so. It'd be cool if Perth popped off in about five years. Just give me a chance to buy a couple more properties. Then you can pop off and all of a sudden I'm, you know, looking at a decent retirement, right? You know, one's not enough. I'm going to have to have a little collection. going to have to do the Monopoly game. Fucking, you know, four greenhouses or some shit. But just wait for that before this fucking town pops off. Because, come on. I'm not going to be able to afford a fucking a house if all of a sudden KSI's living here or some shit. Gah! be priced right out of this fucking market. I'll be, you know, asking Elon for money or some shit. But let's face it, he'll probably be living next door. He follows Rogan everywhere he goes, doesn't he? Isn't Elon in Austin as well? Austin, Texas? I don't know. Some bullshit like that. Alrighty, fucking. So that's what's been going on in Perth. It's been fucking nuts. And we haven't even got through half of it because I mentioned the Fringe Festival going on. It's weird. Like, the Fringe Festival... Is obviously a big um, LGBTQ ETC uh, kind of event. 
It's all that, that, that fringy stuff that, you know, needs the taxpayers' dollars to, to really fund it, right? I'm not saying that's true of the entire industry, but this is of this particular Fringe Festival. The Fringe Festival seems to finish right when Pride Month starts. So happy Pride Month out there to everybody out there that celebrates Pride Month or whatever. With us having Fringe Festival the month prior, I feel like you're just trying to steal two months. But whatever, it's officially Pride Month here in Australia, um, which I don't really understand. Not that I'm against, I don't get it. I just don't understand why they call it Pride because it's been like, you know, I've, I don't know if I've ever been proud of anything I've ever done in my life. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple of riffs that I've written, I think are pretty cool. I'm a little bit proud of those, but I don't really let myself indulge in those emotions because that's kind of, you know, shit. You know, maybe that time I rescued a drowning woman out at sea, I'm a little bit proud of that. I don't know. But this kind of pride for Pride Month is um, being proud about uh, just things you were born as. So not achievements, just you got to be proud of just who you are if you're, you know, a certain way, right? Because you're not supposed to be proud if you're straight and white, right? You can't celebrate Pride Month because you're proud to be that, yeah, you have to be proud of something else that you just happen to be. Just happen to be. And like I said, there's no hatred in my heart. It's fine. But I do find it a little bit weird that the biggest celebration that we have in this nation called pride is celebrating things that are not achievements. There's something weird about that. I don't really know. And if we go down that sort of route of having big, you know, be proud of just who you are and just the way you were born and just the shit you've had to deal with. Just be proud of just your unique situation. We need more of them. We need more of them. Let's have a, a pride handicap parade, right? If you were born with disabilities, let's have those dudes having a little parade and a little celebration. I know it will be a very fucking slow parade, right? I know the parking will be horrific, but it's something. It's something, you know what would be even better than that? Even better than that, guys. Even better than that would be an um, a obesity pride parade, right? That's been getting a lot of attention lately. You can't fat shame people anymore. These fatty boombatties are absolutely fine and healthy the way they are, right? So let's do a pride parade for them and let's fucking sponsor it from the government. That's, that's one I'll get behind because <laughs> a bunch of obese people going for a big long walk in the sweltering summer heat might take a little pressure off the health system hey once in a while get them out get some fresh air get a little bit of walking involved who knows but um i don't know that's going on pride parade i don't i don't fucking get it weren't we warned in the past fucking pride cometh before the fall i thought we were warned against being proud of stupid shit right I don't know. If you indulge in pride, then you kind of, um, I don't know, you're a bit of a burden on progress, aren't you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If you're proud of things the way they are, you're kind of admitting that things can't get better. I don't know. Fucking hell. God. I didn't want to get in trouble for this podcast. But here we are, guys. Here we the fuck are. So, that's all finished. We've got Pride Parade going on. We've got all that sort of stuff. Perth International Arts Festival. And again, and I fucking dropped the ball on getting tickets for all this shit. Been on waiting lists for ages. 
Boniver, 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 whatever the hell you want to call him. He's not really French, but he kind of, you know, he's one of those Canadians that kind of does that stuff. Um, he's here on Sunday night. Couldn't get tickets. Fucking Liam got tickets on that waiting list that we're all part of. For some reason, he was a bit ahead, I guess, something like that. So he's got tickets to see Boniver. Damn it. Didn't get that. Also, Björk is going to be here. Björk hasn't been in Perth since 2008. And I remember when she was in Perth in 2008 because I fucking wasn't in Perth in 2008. Yeah, back in the uh, early, mid-2000s, we had this awesome festival. An actual awesome festival. I'm not talking about the crap I just mentioned. I'm talking about a really good actual rock festival um, called The Big Day Out. Some of you all out there might remember The Big Day Out. God, that shit was fun. In 2008, Björk was headlining alongside, I believe, Rage Against the Machine. I could look this up, but I remember Rage Against the Machine being on the bill as well. Probably a whole litany of fucking other cool acts. And I happened to be in Canada at the time, desperately trying to reschedule my flights to get back home to go to the big day out. And it didn't happen. I ended up, I think it was about, 16 hours I had to spend in Hong Kong airport waiting for my flights. And while I was in Hong Kong airport, I was getting messages about the fucking show. So I missed out on that one, but Björk has not been back since. I would love to go see her. Tickets are still available for her show. It's like some big spectacular thing, cornucopia or some crap she's calling it. Big light festival and her music and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I would get tickets to it. But I don't know. For good tickets, guys, it's like over 400 bucks. Are you going to spend more than 400 bucks per ticket? Obviously, I'd have to buy my wife's ticket as well. So the better part of a thousand bucks to see some experimental light show with Björk music to it. Ugh. Don't know if it's worth it. You know what I might do? I might wait until she does her first couple of shows because she's here for like a, I don't know, I think it's maybe four or five shows booked on the on the little tour here i might wait for the reviews of the first one and then see if it's going to be worth it if someone says it's fucking mind-blowing you you you're, you're an absolute asshole if you miss this then yeah i'll fork out the money for it but i don't know if i'm ready to spend a thousand bucks on two tickets to see Björk. i know i could get the cheap fucking seats but i don't know if it's supposed to be that kind of a visual spectacular you don't want to be in the nosebleeds, right? Or offside to stage where you're just looking at her profile the whole time. I don't know. I don't want anything to do with that shit. It'd be a bit weird. So, fucking hell. Perth can't handle this stuff. I can't handle it. Obviously. That's why I've missed out on buying all these tickets. Because there's too many to fucking buy, guys. Jesus Christ. Anyway. It's a music podcast. I think that was somewhat to do with music. Uh, and as far as new music goes... What have I checked out this week? Uh, not a lot. I'd be remiss not to talk about the new Sleep Token song because we seem to talk about Sleep Token every single episode, which is starting to annoy me because as soon as they popped off, all of a sudden I can't buy tickets anymore. And holy shit, we've been talking about Sleep Token for fucking ages on this podcast. But now, you know, the, um, the reaction community on YouTube has gotten hold of them. So that's going to blow them the fuck up and all that stuff. Anyway, they released a new song called Vore. Um, check it out. It's a hardcore song. I think it's the worst song they've ever released. That's just me. All right. We've done the Sleep Token review. Cool. 
move on. The only other album I really checked out, guys, was uh, Skrillex. He's back. He's got a new album called Quest for Fire. And um, uh, yeah, I had a bit of fun with this little album. It's Skrillex. It's sort of, you know, your electronica, sort of wicked big drops, weird production, cool little grooves and stuff. You know, it's all over the shop. It's a bit of a smorgasbord of an album, really, featuring a whole bunch of artists because you can't release an album these days without featuring other people. It's called Quest for Fire. I reckon you guys should check that one out as well. There are other albums. I know Pink just released a new album. Meanwhile, she's going to be in Perth here in a couple of weeks, isn't she? Of course she is. Right on the back. Like, she released a new album. Like, the first fucking place she comes is Perth. What's going on in Perth? Wait till I buy a few more properties before this starts popping off. Come on. Jesus, guys. Fuck. <laughs> I got nothing else here. I got nothing else. Um, but anyway, I, I had a... You know, I'm going to wrap this shit up. I'm going to keep it nice and short. Like, it's, whatever. This is a stupid little little episode. Little episode. Little touch and base episode for you, right? I'm not touching your base. Just touching base with everybody here, right? Um, I was having a conversation with Liam the other day. And, uh, you know, things have been a little bit stagnant with our with our band. You know, it's just hard to align all these stars to get us all uh, in a jam room. So we're kind of figuring that, you know, we've just got to do a whole bunch bunch more writing behind the scenes because our drummer's a busy guy doing CrossFit competitions. Also probably celebrating Pride Month. Um, so anyway, he was talking to us. It is, it, you know, he'd like to recommend a lot of songs and albums and stuff to me for this podcast. But, you know, I seem to review all just new shit. And that gives the false impression that I'm up to date with everything else throughout history. And I don't know if anybody assumed that. I hope not, because there's a bunch of shit out there that I would have missed that I don't know and I would love to get an education on. My favorite band might have produced two albums in the 70s and I've never heard of them. Who knows? That's just what music is like. Your favorite song hasn't been written yet or you haven't heard it yet. Who knows, right? So anyway, uh, throughout this conversation, we, uh, we started talking about, you know... As a new segment going forward on this this podcast, I'm not only going to open it up to recommendations of new music that's come out like literally that fucking week, fresh off the press, fucking get in first, talk about it, whatever. I'm not competing with anybody, guys. Until Rogan gets here, there's no other podcasts in Perth, right? There's zero. There's zero. If they're out there, they're talking about fucking fitness or finance or something really entertaining like that. As if this is entertaining. <sighs> whatever. Anyway, we're going to have new music reviews, and then we're going to have new music to me reviews. And this is going to be a little bit more specialized, because when it's new music, I just review any old Skrillex crap, right? Um, but if it's new to me, it's going to be a little bit more, I don't know, informed of what my style would be and my tastes and stuff like that. And one of the things that came out of the conversation with Liam is that I, I've known Liam and chatted to Liam, you know, since the fucking 70s, right? And we've never talked about Muse. And I have a feeling I know why. I think Muse peaked in about 2004, right? Liam and I became friends shortly after that. And we were into a different style of music. We were doing different things. It just never came up in our conversations. Just got pushed to the wayside, guys. And... uh 
it seems that Liam's been going back and checking out Muse and wanted to talk to me about it. And I started talking sort of along the lines of they disappointed me. Muse disappointed me with the albums that followed their peak in 2004. There's a couple of good tracks here and there, but I just didn't like the direction. Don't know what's going on with them. You know, it's just is what it is. Kind of fell away. But apparently Liam's been sort of reliving and re-listening to and re-igniting uh, some kind of um, inspiration from the Absolution album from 2004. And when he bought that up, I was like, yeah, of course I know that fucking album. I had it on CD. I remember buying it. It's 2004. I was just finishing high school. Um, that was a sweet fucking album. Meanwhile, I was also a bit of a guitar dickhead where, you know, there wasn't any shredding solos. But still, the riffs fucking rock, right? And the, the orchestrations, and it's definitely worth a re-listen. This album is amazing. So I figured we'd end the podcast with that. Just a little bit of a, an insight of what we're going to be doing in the future. We're going to be talking about new albums, but also a little bit of the shit that I might have left behind that I need a, an education on that I should know about right? And um, I do know about Muse in this case, but we're going to fucking end it with this. This is from the album Absolution uh, that you're going to hear a song from. We're going to finish it like that. Cool. Is that right? Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll... Yeah, 2004, Absolution, guys. This song's called Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, good Lord. There's going to be more shit coming up in the future, by the way, guys. We've got heaps of things planned for this podcast. I just realized I hadn't checked in with you guys for fucking ages. And the amount of fucking music that was going on in this little town over the last little while was just fucking building up. So I had to just smash something out with you guys, okay? It's what it is. It's a fun little podcast. It's the Jam Room Podcast. It's improvised. I mean, I do write some notes, but it literally looks like a, a, a bunch of dot points that I can't even read. I don't know. It's just the exercise of writing it. It's what it is. Guys, have yourselves a fantastic week. You're about to hear a Muse song. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Bye.